the college experience, college basketball weekend preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you get a free t shirt as well. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. That's W Y N N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's betteredge, B E T T O R, edge.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. College basketball weekend preview. March Madness is close, baby. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined. I brought in the DFS God himself. Give it up for. The rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road a living, the free lock given, former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? What's going on? How we doing? I saw you got some snow over there, buddy, huh? <laughs> we got about an inch, which is a blizzard for uh, North Carolina. Dude. But, uh, yeah, man, a little snow, you know. There it's January. Go. Why not? I mean, dude, when I was at ECU, man, they, we got some some really nasty ice storms with some snow. Yeah, the central North Carolina, the Piedmont of North Carolina, is more known for ice than snow. Uh, no ice today, just a little dusting here. Uh, my little girls liked it. You know, uh, I think alcohol tastes better when there when there's snow on the ground. Yeah, there's uh, something about like hunkering inside, you know, a college basketball game on TV. Maybe you got the fireplace on. Maybe you got a beer or a glass of bourbon or something, man. Well, it goes hand in hand. It's almost like if sports are on, alcohol tastes better, right? If you're if you're kicking back with the fellas, you know, watching so so some college ball, you know, whatever it is, even the Super Bowl, it's uh, it's you know, the alcohol tastes better. I feel like. I'll be honest with you. Alcohol tastes pretty amazing. <laughs> pretty much at all times. Uh, I agree. I'll co-sign that very pro alcohol on the college experience and the sports and the sports gambling podcast. That's um, right. 
So uh, if there's any sponsors out there, if anyone owns a distillery or, you know, managing a distillery, a brewery, we will take samples. Hey, I've been to now over 125 different breweries in my, you know, life on this planet. So um, I want to go to more. So reach out, tell me which breweries I need to go to sponsor the show. Even better. Get us some free beer. Even better. Let's do this. Certainly. Certainly. Um, and shout out to barrel house brewery. Our guy, Matt nation works at barrel house brewery. Sent me a sweatshirt like a year ago, a bunch of beer, just a crate of beer. It's kind of great. Like, I feel like once a year I'll just get randomly. I think sometimes he forgets to tell me now, but I just get like a crate of like 30 beer. And I'm like, this is why I do the job, honey. This is why I'm in it. All right. That alone. Yeah. (laughs) Sign me up. Um, all right. So look, here we are college basketball weekend upon us. We like, I think what? We're pretty much, I mean, we, I watched that Providence Marquette game, which was a dandy. That was a, there was a lot of great games last night, but uh, they only have nine games left. I mean, actually I think, yeah, nine games remaining. That's right around the corner. That means dude. And we're sitting here. It's what it's the 28th of January. So we are basically into February. So I, I, we got like four weeks left before this thing really starts to get interesting. Five weeks left um, before uh, four weeks before conference tournament. All right. That's, that's the way to do it, buddy. Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't feel like it's anywhere near March, but if you think about it, most college basketball teams play twice a week and there's four weeks in February. Exactly. So that's your eight games. And then, you know, most teams might have a game or two in March. Some of the smaller conferences, you know, they might start, they might not have any regular season games in March. So uh, we're going fast and furious here, man. Yeah. And as you say this, Oh, oh okay. Valpo just makes uh, uh, it, a free throw to make it a two point lead with three seconds left in overtime against Bradley. Oh, and they're trying to, whoa, whoa. that's a great pass. Tell me he makes this. Oh, off the glass. <laughs> oh man. Oh my God. They pulled a Leitner on the sh- get out of here. Double overtime. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got Valpo Bradley on Missouri Valley, dude. The guy makes the free throw. There's only three seconds. He throws this thing about 90 feet. What a throw. What a catch. And then off the glass. God, there's nothing better in college basketball. Let's just be honest. There's nothing better. <laughs> there you go. Some, some play by play for you. Yeah. I'm ready to hey, do if, this. If we're going to talk about Thursday night basketball, how about my lock, my stone cold lead pipe lock of the day, Rutgers, Minus three. I know our boy Alan Cooley was jumping on board. He was tailing me. And what does Rutgers do? They win by 30. Yeah, Michigan State only puts up 37 in the whole game. True. And and that's this is where I think things get a little little shaky for Michigan State here. So you're, they're currently eight and five. Eight and five, I'm seeing. This was their first game in 20 days, I believe. You but, know, but have you uh, looked at their next three opponents? Their next. Let's take their, their, it. Let's take Gander. I, I have Ohio it, I State, have Iowa, Nebraska. No, no, no. I, Ohio State. I, oh, because Michigan canceled, huh? That's right. It was supposed to be Michigan. So the schedule I'm reading says Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan, all three on the road. So they they're getting lucky by Michigan having a uh, a COVID situation there because that game's postponed now. Uh, so yeah, it makes it a little, little easier that, that they go right into oh, Nebraska. Still though, the next two games are at Ohio state at Iowa. So you better get right quick. Yeah. I mean, that's tough, man. Uh, so many, so many traditional powerhouses are struggling. It's been a wild year. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, do you think Patty C was talking about this yesterday? I think Michigan state is uh 10th or, or actually I think they're 12th now in the big 10 at the moment. So would they get in? <laughs> I don't know that 11 and 12 are getting in. I think 10 oh. is going to get in, right? Oh yeah. Right now, Michigan state does not get in. So right now they have wins over Duke and Rutgers. That's that's it. Other than that, I mean, you're looking at Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan, Detroit, Notre Dame. Okay, I, Notre Dame's playing a little bit better now, um, and uh, Oakland, and Nebraska. That's so that's, that's right now. Right now, they have two two solid wins. That's not enough right now. They need. They definitely need to do more. I, I, yeah, I mean, I actually find this refreshing. I mean, I know you're a Duke fan, but. I'd love a year without Michigan state in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I got nothing so, against them either. I'm just saying, yeah, let's switch well, it up. I was listening to your pod earlier in the week and you mentioned that UNC fan who was complaining about, you know, that all oh, the mid majors are too good. That's a bunch of shit. Okay. Yeah. Look, I want to see the best teams play. I don't care who they are. Yeah. Uh, if Michigan state makes a tournament, great. If they don't, so be it. Yeah. There's other teams that are better, that are more deserving. So no, yeah, I mean, and hey, as a Duke fan, I'll admit it. Right now, Duke probably doesn't belong. Yeah, we still have a chance. We can still, you know, write the ship a little bit and, and maybe make it. And what's crazy but, is I would put North Carolina in right now. That's the irony. Is like the guy <laughs> saying that, but I'm like, no, I think North Carolina's in right now. Well, especially the you know the the uh, run they've made lately. I think they've won four or five in a row now. So yeah, right now they probably would make it. Um, but you know, this guy, he wants UNC to be a, a one, two or three. seed. he doesn't want them to make it. Well, he was just saying that back in the nineties, you know, we had a loaded roster and uh, you know, he said it was better to watch, you know, the, you know, Michigan fab five and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Once you got that far, once you got that far, it was great to watch Michigan, North Carolina. That was the national championship by the way. But, right. um, but in the meantime, some of those first round matchups were like 80 point wins. You know what I mean? Like, and there's still, that's still traditionally, I feel like one sixteen can, ha- can kind of happen like that, but I feel like it, the, the it's gotten smaller. The window's gotten smaller. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's just talking about the uh, tournament itself. Not talking about the whole regular season. Mm-hmm. You know, the great, the great thing about now is that there's so many good conferences playing really good basketball back in the day. It wasn't the case back in the day. It was, you know, the big East, the ACC, uh, I would even say the SEC wasn't even quite there yet. You know, Big Ten, obviously, but uh, yeah, I would say that the overall, the whole picture, the whole college basketball landscape is much healthier now than it's ever been, and I think it makes for a more enjoyable tournament, but it also makes for a more enjoyable regular season. For sure. Now, yeah. a lot of college basketball fans don't give a shit about the regular season. Well, you know, so-called college basketball fans. Um, the TMZ and, fans. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know they they tune in for the big matchups. They they hear, oh, it's Kansas, Kentucky. Okay, now I got to tune in. Meanwhile, they won't tune in for Alabama, Baylor. Yeah, which is maybe a better game. Yeah, you know. Well, or so, right now, double overtime, Bradley Valpo. Man, this is why I yeah. wake up in the morning. You know, this right. is just quality. Right. Yeah. How, how about that that drink uh, that <laughs> drink <laughs> the Drake Missouri State game last night? Oh man, great game. Yeah, I mean so. If you're not watching some of these, you know, mid-major college basketball games during the regular season, then hey, you know, what can I say? You're lost. But I almost question, yeah. like to me, it's like 
I'm a fan of the sport. I, I don't care who's playing. I'll watch it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I there, agree. Uh, obviously the, if you dive into the worst conferences, you're going to see worse basketball, but you, you're still going to see a lot of good games. So a lot of sports have sold out to become more popular to the detriment of the game itself. Yeah. Agreed. So hopefully college basketball does not do that. Yeah. I like it right now. It's a little secret. It reminds me of uh, the way other people have described like the NFL in the seventies and eighties is like, it did. It wasn't commercially blown up until really the nineties. So if anything, the NFL was really struggling in the eighties, you know, with the USFL and then, and, and, you know, two strikes. Right. I, I've heard the same argument about NASCAR. I am not a NASCAR guy. I cannot watch cars drive around in a circle or, or I can't watch any kind of car racing. I'm not a gearhead. I don't give a shit about cars. I have a little GMC that takes me from point A to point B, you know, yeah. but they've said that like in the eighties and nineties, NASCAR was more of a niche sport and they tried, they went, they, they, they went to go big. Yeah. You know, they went to, to, to become mainstream and in the process, they lost a lot of their loyal fans that have been fans for a long time because they tried to, you know, make it more appealing for the masses. Uh, and it, it, in the long run, the masses were never interested in NASCAR. So they, they didn't get, you know, all those viewers and they, and they lost some. And that's why NASCAR is in the predicament that they are now. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder, I wonder the ramification. I mean, well, I don't know. We could talk about that later because this is a college basketball episode. I was going to bring it up to, to football in the long term, but this is college basketball weekend preview here. And uh, here we are Friday night slate, Friday day slate. I mean, first off, there's a, a back to back of North Texas and rice. Now I'm sure you're not interested in that, but I actually find that game somewhat compelling. Um, not a great slate on Friday, but I think there's some value here. St. Louis, Richmond, a 10. We saw St. Louis come back after like six weeks of not playing <laughs> and they took an L to Dayton. I mean, that's gotta be really hard, dude. I, we were talking about this. I had uh, I had uh, TJ Reeves on my show and he's a Memphis fan and, and covers, you know, and announces uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but also does a lot of uh, stuff for ESPN. And, and he's just a diehard Memphis fan. Went to, went to school there in the Penny Hardaway, Lorenzo Wright years where they went deep. And he was saying, dude, he goes like, how are you supposed to have like coming out of something? You've been gone for five weeks and the other teams have had the chance to play during in those five weeks. Their chemistry is just going to be way, way better. So you're ch- listen. I think that's probably what's happening with St. Louis. You know, when they came back and took that out of Dayton, now Dayton's a decent team, but I, I just think St. Louis is going to be, is an, a way better team on paper this year. That definitely plays a huge factor. I mean, just look at tonight, Michigan state. They hadn't played in 20 days. They got smoked yeah. uh, a couple nights ago. Drake's first game back against Missouri state. They were down big in the first half. Now, granted they were able to come back in the second half and win and cover. But for the longest time I was thinking, okay, you know, I mean, they're rusty. They haven't played in a month. So I would say, I, I'm not sure how many more teams are like this, you know, maybe, maybe Michigan in a couple of weeks. But whenever there's a long layoff, whenever there's a multi-week layoff, you probably want to fade that team coming back in the first game because it just takes time. Like being a Duke fan, I know Duke would take a couple of weeks off every year, in uh, like a, around Christmas time, they would come back and play a game like right before New Year's. That game they would always struggle out of the gates because they haven't played in a couple of weeks. Yeah, practice, practice is not game shape talking about practice. I mean, <laughs> the, the intensity, you know, it's not there. So it takes a while to get back into the swing of things. 
if you haven't played in a couple weeks, let alone three or four weeks, a freaking month. Yeah. Yeah. That team's going to be rusty. They're going to be sluggish. They're going to be slow at the gates. Definitely. You mentioned Drake in the Missouri Valley. And I think every buddy that listens to the college experience in the sports gambling podcast should be big Drake fans because they are, I believe they're 15 and no, I don't have it in front of me. I think 15 and no. And I think against the spread as uh, that, well. That's as what I was going to say. Crazy. That, that's what I was going to say. And they're 15 and no ATS. Unbelievable run. Unbelievable run by, uh, by Drake. Um, okay. So, so Friday, do you have a lean on this one? We got, you know, St. Louis at Richmond, Richmond kind of underachieving recently with a, a bad loss to LaSalle. Um, uh, didn't they lose to they lost to LaSalle. They lost, they got swept by LaSalle. Didn't they? Or no, uh, I know they covered for no, they their lost last game. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, they, they beat St. Joe's, which <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that, you're not going to get a trophy for beating St. Joe's, but they were only uh, they were, I think they were 11 point favored. I saw that line. I was like, come on, man. St. Joe's is probably the worst team in the a 10 and Richmond is, at, you know, near the top. So uh, they, they, they ended up winning by what 23. So they easily covered that 11 points, but uh, yeah, you know, in the last, what five games, they have a couple losses to LaSalle and to St. Bonaventure. And well, no, they also, I mean, they, they have a loss to Hofstra. It's weird. I was bullish on Richmond with you and I just can't justify some of those losses, man. And, and I mean, even St. Louis's losses is Dayton coming back from that. And it's actually Dayton twice. They got swept by Dayton, right? I think those are their only two. No, 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 no. Minnesota and Dayton. So those are, those are, those are decent losses, but um, you got St. Louis hitting the road, going to the spiders, you know, uh, in, in Richmond don't have, a, do we have a line on this early? I think, let me, let me double check to see if I got a line right now, but who, what's your lean on this? Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in, in this game, probably the best two schools in the a 10, like you said, St. Louis knocks off the rust from their first game back. I got, I'm seeing Richmond minus one and a half. So man, I mean, it's basically, basically a pick. Um, man, I've been riding Richmond all year long. I think you gotta yeah, go this, Richmond because St. Louis is still in game two back. Are you really that much back? You know what I mean? Like, are you really there? You know, I think lot- so. I think so. I mean, these guys are all like 20 year olds and whatnot. I think, I think, I think they need one game to get back into game shape. But I don't refocus. Know, maybe if the other team is, is, is off too, but I like, like TJ was mentioning on the show is that some of them, no, I don't know if this is the case at St. Louis, but some of them you couldn't practice. So you couldn't even like be practicing together. Right. 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 So, so I, I, I don't know that that St. Louis's case, but that's why I think I tend to lean Richmond right now is uh, yeah. Same here. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, prove it to me first. Show me that you're back. Show me that you're playing the same ball as you were in early December and then I'll start riding you. So um, yeah, this is a really good game though. I'm going to definitely tune in because uh, this is two really good programs top, you know, top class of the a 10 here. And it'll be interesting to see if St. Louis is back to form. So uh, yeah, interesting game here, but I would lean the spiders agreed. And then also on the sunbelt, man, I mentioned that North Texas and rice playing two games back to back. One of them, the game's happening today. Uh, those two teams are, 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 you know, I know rice is 10 and six and they're seventh currently in the CSA, but I actually think they're better than what their standing represents. But Lafayette and Texas state Tox- Texas state currently first in the sunbelt Lafayette fourth Lafayette won the sunbelt a season ago. 
something to keep an eye on than this one. Um, I know it's Sunbelt basketball. I don't know how many fans are in tune to Sunbelt basketball, but we cover it all here. Got you thinking anything here? You thinking Texas State, the Bobcats? Are you liking Lafayette here? I'm seeing this line at uh, Texas State minus four currently. I would say the Bobcats are flying under the radar. They have five straight wins. And actually the funny thing is, you know, with this crazy ass year we're seeing here, they've already played ULL twice. So if you look back at uh, their schedule here back in, let me pull it up. Let me get you some dates here. So I'm not speaking out of my ass. They split, uh, they split and they split. Yeah. Yeah, they split and they, they, in the first game, they lost to UL by six. They turned around and won by 12. Um, I think five is too many points. I like Texas state. I thought they were kind of flying under the radar here, but apparently Vegas it's is four, on to it's them. four, not five. Uh, huh? It's four, not five. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, so you're going to go, yeah. does that change your pick? Does that change your pick at all? No, one point will not. I mean, okay. come on, one point in college basketball is not going to change, change my pick. Now, I might like it at m- more at five than at four, but um, I think this is closer to a coin flip game. So if you're giving me four points, I'm going to take those points. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm with you. Um, Liberty at Jacksonville is an interesting one. In the Atlantic Sun. Uh, Jacksonville is solid, but Liberty's kind of been a. Uh, they started out red hot, but I feel like recently in these back to back games, they've been getting their ass kicked. Like they lost to Stetson, they lost to Stetson, and they lost to Lip. Oh, Lipscomb was projected to win that conference, but um, uh, I'm seeing that line at what are we at right now? Where are you, Liberty? Is it not out yet? It might not be out yet. Might not be out. Yet. Liberty minus ten and a half. Oh, uh, I think you ride Jacksonville there. I think you ride Jacksonville there. Yeah, a tough one. Now, I mean, going into the year, we knew Liberty was not going to be as good as the last couple of years. Yeah, but early yeah, on, we, early on, they didn't they beat like Mississippi State. I think they beat a couple yeah. of decent teams out the out the gates. I think they beat a team and then like covered. Let me pull it up here while we're while we're talking. So they they lost to Purdue, uh, and then they beat Mississippi State, and then they beat South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. And then they covered against TCU, I think, because TCU only beat them by four. Um, but we knew that they had a lot of people graduating. I, I think they lost maybe maybe four starters. Yeah, yeah, I um, think so. Yeah, yeah. If recollection serves me correctly, so yeah, they split the series with uh, Lipscomb. They split the series with Stetson. Uh, I would tend to lean Liberty here. Um, Jacksonville. I mean. Jacksonville State is a team I'm high on. Not the Dolphins, huh? Not the Jacksonville Not Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I still think the, the number might be a little too big. I think I might go go Jacksonville on the points there. But uh, here's one to watch. I mean, this is Friday night slate. Actually, is better than I thought it was. Hold on. Let's talk about this first here. Jacksonville's lost three games in a row, including being swept by North Alabama. Uh, North Alabama, come on. How, what, how, what were those scores though? Now they lost by one in the first game, then they lost by twenty-two in the second Jeez, game. Maybe you're right. Okay, maybe I'm taking. Ride Liberty. the flames, go Liberty! Flame it this up, isn't man. Jacksonville State. This I, is Jacksonville. I want to. I won two championships as a member of a team called the Flames, so um, <laughs> can't fade them now. But um, dude, you got Iowa, Illinois tomorrow in the Big Ten. I mean, if that's not the game of the day, I don't know what is. Um. 
Iowa lost to Illinois earlier this year in Champagne, and uh, they lost. Uh, what was that score? I'm trying to find that score. They so they're playing in Champagne now. So I would think that they lost at home. Oh, actually, no. You know what? I think that game got canceled. I think this is the first matchup of the year. Aha! Uh-huh. I think it's their first matchup of the year. Yeah. So I see the Illini is favored by two. Ooh, I think I might go Iowa. I think I might go Iowa. Iowa. C- coming off the lost, yeah, uh, the loss against Indiana. Then they had their their most recent game against Nebraska postponed. I think I'm liking Iowa here, dude. I, I well, I, I'm at a crossroads here because I have uh, Illinois winning the Big Ten, and this is a huge game for the for the future of the Big Ten, especially with Michigan's COVID problems. Um, I don't know. I think you, I think, I, I think you're right. I think I might lean Iowa. Um, here's a one, but here's a big one for the, for the people out there that might not know about the whack conference, New Mexico state at grand Canyon Friday night. Those are two, the two best teams in that conference. Those games over the past few years, I know Dan Marley used to be the coach of grand Canyon. Now it's Bryce drew. Those games have been great over the past couple of years. I, I, I don't know how, I don't know what, what, what network I was getting, but for some reason I was catching a lot of grand Canyon games out here. <laughs> right. So I watched a, a, like pre- pretty much their whole season. I feel like the past couple of years and uh, the New Mexico state games are always really good games. Put it like that. And I, I don't, you see, uh, I'm seeing grand Canyon minus three open at minus four. Seeing at minus three, I think uh, I think Grand Canyon is the play here because I believe New Mexico State was it's only played four games so far, dude. <laughs> dude, New Mexico State has not been able to, to even start the season. They've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I think eleven games canceled or postponed. <laughs> New Mexico State is currently three and one. How the fuck does that even <laughs> happen, dude? Dude, and and they've only played one. Division one team <laughs> that was a loss to Cal State Northridge back on December twenty eighth. Oh man! I mean, uh, good luck, good luck trying to <laughs> handicap this game. I mean, well, so dude, look, what if they make the tournament? What if they win their conference tournament, and <laughs> and and they're sitting at like seven and one, and they're in the, <laughs> you know, like they could be a team with less than ten games played. And have won their their because does the WAC even do a conference tournament? They might just take the highest seed. So this game's huge. Well, in previous years they would definitely do a conference tournament. This year all bets are off. I don't know. So look, if you look at New Mexico State, they beat Arizona Christian by six points in November. <laughs> then they beat Benedictine Arizona in this in the early December, I mentioned the only game against a D one school, Cal state Northridge, they lost by three on the 28th. And then the only game since then they beat West New Mexico. (laughs) Hold on. But if you you can give me the, uh, the, um, uh, mascot for West New Mexico, the, uh, it's gotta be something up there. The, uh, it's gotta be kind of like, Mexican in yeah, style, like, yeah. like, uh, the sombreros, uh, the sombreros, the rancheros yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up, man. I gotta look it up here. West um, New Mexico, dude, but New Mexico state didn't have a home state to play in too. So they were struggling to find a place to play on the fly because that state ordered issue of no athletics. So university of New Mexico found a home in, I think Texas. And I think New Mexico state ended up finding a home in Arizona. So 
I, it's been a journey for the schools in New Mexico. I think that's why you got to lean Grand Canyon here, but uh, definitely. I mean, we know what Grand Canyon is. They're a pretty quality program here. And well, New Mexico State's a great program though. Over the years, New Mexico state's been really good. They made the tournament. A lot. I mean, they almost the year that Auburn went to the final four, they missed free throws to win that game. They were giving Auburn fits. Uh, they should have beat Auburn. They should have beat them in the first Auburn. round. Uh, I recall, but that's not this year. This year they haven't shown me anything. Well, and yeah. we know we know what Grand Canyon is this year, and at least they're a solid team. We don't know what New Mexico State is. Okay, so hold on. So Western New Mexico. Now I have never been to the wonderful state of New Mexico. I know you have. Do you know where Silver City, New Mexico, is? I feel like I've. Seen, I mean, I've seen the signs. I don't think I've, you know, been anywhere close to that thing. But, um. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I, I, I'm I'm still picking up their mascot here. Hang on, I want to know. I think this. I've driven through Silver City. I don't think I've like stopped, but I'm saying I think I've I've driven through Silver City. Well, we know it's in the western part of the state. Yeah. <laughs> um, Valpo gets the win in double overtime. By the way, um, yeah, I mean this is a great game though. I'm telling you, traditionally, who knows what New Mexico State, what kind of shape they're in as as a team, but. Uh, the Mustangs of Western New Mexico. That that's okay. Okay, that's not what I was expecting. No. Um, okay. Okay. Moving on. We're we're about to dive into Saturday, but I want to talk. So we lean Grand Canyon. We lean Iowa. Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern. It's a decent game in the Sun Belt. The third, Coastal Carolina was in first place recently, but they took an L uh, in the past two weeks. That knocked them to third. Georgia Southern currently at fifth. Georgia Southern's had a good basketball program for years, but they seem a little bit down this year. I'm all over my Chanticleers, only laying three points too. Uh, yeah, give me Coach Carolina, man. Georgia Southern now. Yeah, I mean, when I was first watching college basketball, I would confuse Georgia Southern with Georgia State. I think it's a fairly easy thing to do. I don't want to. Uh, insult any of our fans out there who definitely know the difference between the two, but Georgia state has the better basketball team than Georgia Southern lay the points. Give me my Chanticleers. Uh, agreed. I'm with you on that. And uh, I think the last real game to speak on for Friday is Boise state, Colorado state, the rematch. I'm going to tell my clients out there. I'm seeing this line at Colorado state minus one. I think the play is Boise state because Boise state, um, these, I, I just feel like they're the, they're truly the better team and they lost one. This is one of those back-to-backs in the 72 hour range. Colorado state just beat them yesterday. Tomorrow. I think Boise state gets revenge in Fort Collins. You got to play on this. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm all, I'm all over Boise. You know, I don't care if they just lost to him. I think they're comparable teams. If anything, you would lean towards Boise. So if they lost the first game, chances are they'll win the next. Give me the Broncos go Boise. There we go. I guess I can touch on this real quick. Um, Ohio and Buffalo, Ohio. And actually both these teams struggling in the Mac right now. It's crazy. Buffalo having a, a down year. They normally do very well in the Mac. You got to play on that one. I'm currently seeing this line at um, oh, Buffalo minus three. It's in Buffalo. I think that's the play. Yeah. I mean, I hate agreeing with you once again, uh, but after a couple losses to uh, Bowling Green and Kent state, Buffalo righted the ship against Eastern Michigan, beat them by 15. I think you got them coming into Western New York there. Give me the bulls. Yeah. I like that. I like that play here. All right. 
now we've done that. We've done our duty here. I mean, unless there's any other plays you like that you want to tell the people, like I can tell you one I love, but this line opened at minus three. It's at minus five. Now green Bay is at Cleveland state. Cleveland state's going to, I think, I don't think green Bay is very good. So uh, give me Cleveland state. They've been a team of my green Bay's five and 11 green uh, Cleveland state's 10 and five first in the horizon. Uh, C- Cleveland state's coming off a loss too. give me the Vikings to take care of business against green Bay. It's going to be a lock of mine, a Dundee special. Would you say that line was it? It, op- it opened at three. It's at five. Now I was going to say, I I'm still, I'm showing five and a half. So the line movement is in your favor. The question is how high are you willing to go? If it continues to go up, if, I'm if pro- our I- listeners can't get in right now on Thursday night, say I- it goes up another point or two. I wouldn't go to seven. Seven's where I stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Cleveland state, I'm bullish on them this year. Okay. Let's switch over into Saturday. But before I get to Saturday, I want to tell you guys that the college experience weekend preview is brought to by brought to you by WinBet. Yes. Sign up for WinBet. You get a $500 risk-free bet. That's amazing. You can you, you make a thousand dollars. If you listen to us, shit, you make $10,000. If you listen to us, all right, <laughs> send in your first WinBet screenshot to podcast at sports podcast.com. You get a free t-shirt as well. Tons of boosted bets, including a wheel spin to boost parlays. Perfect for hashtag DGENs only. WinBet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, and Michigan is coming soon. And you better believe more states are on the way. If WinBet isn't active in your state, you can still get a free t shirt by referring a friend. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash win. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash win. That's W Y N N. Um, by the way, you, you saw that Virginia. The state of Virginia allowed is now having sports sports gambling legal there. Kudos to the state of Virginia. I thought they'd be one of the last. Seriously, it's a shame that my home state of North Carolina is is behind Virginia. What the hell? Yeah, I think I would have bet on Virginia and Texas being like some of the last states. I think Texas is still going to be the last. But you know, I was watching uh, evening television, whatever news or local television or whatever, and yeah, you know, they had an ad for the state lottery. And all these new different, you know, games that people could play within the state lottery. And I said to my wife, and like, and 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 sports gambling is illegal in the state. Yeah, it's a crock of shit. Such a such a you know hypocrisy here, ridiculous. Speaking of North Carolina, did you see that NC State's leading scorer Devin Daniels out for the season? Oh, I did not, man. I was uh, running around today, man. Went on a long ass hike. It was raining. It was. Dude, I felt like I went on a hike that it reminded me of Ireland today. Like I felt like I was in Ireland, but I, I was deep into uh, mountains and and tall grass. And uh, <laughs> and I'm, so I'm telling you, remember when we went to Ireland? It reminded me of, like the weather here in, in L.A. this past week had been really cold and, and a lot of rain. So uh, just reminded me of uh, going to Ireland. So I, I was out. I didn't fucking pay attention to much until I got back, except for that Oregon State game that I was on. I got I just got brutaled. Brutal. I'm sorry. Well, just I think one of the reasons why Wake Forest covered and came back in order to get the cover against NC State last night is because Daniels went out. That's a huge and, loss, uh, man. That's a huge loss. Huge loss. ACL out for the year. Um, remember that when you're picking, when you're seeing the spread against. Uh, I don't even know who their next game is. Um, I'm sure they play either Saturday or Sunday. But yeah, uh, just remember, good. their best player is out for the year. Dagger. Dagger. Then you. Okay, but look, Saturday morning. I mean, we right from the start hit you with some money, money games. Um, 
Clemson at Duke. NC Nick, you're a Duke fan. Duke playing much better ball the past two games, in my opinion. And I'm sure you probably agree there. But yeah, I mean, they're slowly getting better. Um, but Clemson also my, my pick last night, uh, D- dude, Dundee had a, a, a special, special night last night, uh, sitting there with the, uh, I, I was on Virginia tech. I was on Clemson. I was, I went three and zero on my locks. Uh, but I also bet VMI Clemson and Virginia tech. So I went six and O ATS yesterday. Woo! Six and uh, Wazoo hit for me. Drake hit for me. Wisconsin was my best play of the day. Dundee doing it right here. Um, so Clemson at Duke. What are you thinking here? I don't. I, there's no line. First off, first off, should we touch on this whole Coach K thing? Because I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, how could he bite into that student reporter and everything?" Can we touch on that? Yeah, I mean, dude, what's I, your thoughts on it? I mean, I don't. I think I, I thought it got blown out of proportion, but I still thought exactly. it was exactly. Come I, on. The, the dude has like 1200 wins. You don't get to be, to have 1200 wins. If you're not a dick from time to time, yeah. if you're a nice guy, I'm a nice guy. I think I have zero wins. Okay. <laughs> well, former MVP. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. So I mean, look, <laughs> any, any great coach is going to be a dick from time to time, especially after a loss, let alone three losses in a row. Well, that's okay? that, that's what I was saying. I was on Sean and Ryan's show and I was talking about, uh, how, you know, you know, Parcells was an uh, assistant coach at, at army basketball with Bob Knight. When coach K was a player there, Parcells was notorious for using the media as a way to fire up his team, like subliminally. So he wouldn't come down on All his right. team necessarily. He would just go straight to the, the media, but that, I, I, you know, that's just but our, it's coach K he's a punching bag. He's an easy target. Cause everybody will jump around and say, Oh yeah, yeah. That's he's, he's a, he's an asshole, you know? Yeah, but I did much, think much ado about nothing. Yeah, he shouldn't have done it. He called the guy later and apologized. Who cares? Move on. Well, you know what though? I wonder if it was on purpose, if it was calculated to his team, because if so, I have zero problems with it. I don't think he should apologize. But at the same time, like Sean said, it was the easiest question ever. You know, you're going to get that every game. So if, if anything, maybe he's just like this fucking hack. You know, like. <laughs> Give me this, this, well, I mean, uh, th- he, he's a student reporter. So I don't, I want to call him a hack. Yeah. No, what it was, was that coach K was pissed because he usually wins and he's lost three in a row. Yeah. And you know, he didn't cuss at the kid. He didn't call his mom a whore. I would have okay. preferred that. I would have preferred that personally. <laughs> this is the, this is the college experience here, right? The, Let's the- all put on our fucking big boy <laughs> pants and who gives a shit. Okay. There's no reason to, you know, even bring it up. Yeah. I mean, look, I, you know, I'm from the era of loving like some Jerry Burns press conference where he tell he, after a win, he'll tell the whole crowd to go f- like the whole people there to go like the whole uh, press conference, all the reporters to go fuck themselves. So exactly. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Nowadays, all the NBA players giving each other daps after games, they're all best buddies and everything. A little friction, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. It's and actually this was great for the mild. sport. This was yeah. like a, a very weak hot sauce that you put on your food and you want a little more kick to it, okay? This is weak. Yeah. This well, is nothing. Well, dude, it was like the kid. Not surprised people all want to jump up and, you know, say, oh, Coach K again. Oh, Duke. That's ah, you know, the same old, same old shit. Well, dude, it was like the Kansas State Kansas fight last year. The guy picked up the chair, but he didn't use it. So they're like calling for him to get suspended for the season. And I'm like, he didn't use it. He picked it up. 
but he didn't fucking use it. You know what I mean? Like I see your correlation, but it's nothing. I mean, it's not the same thing because uh, what coach K was a little salty. No, 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 I, I'm not, I'm he didn't not, pick up a chair and try no, to, no, 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 no. I'm not saying I'm not trying to draw comparisons, right. but I'm saying our media just wanted to fry this kid. And I'm like, that's ah, not, I got no problem with it at the heat of the moment. He grabbed it. And then, you know, he didn't even follow through. Even if he followed through, I would like, you know, you see all these people saying, well, you got to press charges. I'm like, ah, but you know, a fight is a fight. All right. If uh, he's not I killing think. the guy, you know what I mean? Shut the fuck up. Right. So I don't know, but uh, Saturday morning, Clemson Duke are, I, I mean, it gun to your head right now. You think Duke wins this game? After that whole thing I said about coach K, of course, <laughs> I can go <laughs> against my boys now. Uh, <laughs> look, I mean, uh, Clemson got the win last time out against Louisville after dropping a couple in a row. We know Clemson's a solid program. This is not going to be, I mean, and, and, and Duke is right there in the middle of the pack with everybody else. So it's not like it's Duke teams of old where you would expect a double digit win. That's not gonna be the case. This game is going to be close. It's going to go down to the wire. Um, I'm, I like a little bit of what Duke is slowly putting together. So I'm going to ride my blue devils. Yeah. I, I'm telling I, I want to see this line before I really get involved with this one, but uh that's the question. Cause Duke is kind of like Notre Dame or, or the Dallas Cowboys where they might get a couple extra points. I mean, I would not feel comfortable taking Duke anything over four points. Yeah. Yeah. But look at these 9am games. I got Clemson Duke and then Alabama and Oklahoma, which I think is just one of the best. I mean, how about what Lon Kruger is doing? My friend. Yeah, dude, that's that right here. Oklahoma here. That's a live dog. Yeah. Look, I know what Alabama's doing. I respect what Alabama's doing. They got a lot of good guys. That one dude, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Herbert Jones. Yeah, Her- no. Herbert Jones. Yes, and there's also John- that guy. That guy is the is the soul of that team, though. He's a he's the guy who will mix it up, play defense. I know they got a bunch of scores. Uh, I'm a big John but- Petty Jr. fan. John Petty yeah, Jr. Yeah. Right. That's my guy. Shackleford, Shackleford, the yeah. point guard. He's good too. Dude, I would love. But, uh, like I was telling Patty C, is like I, you know, I know Alabama won the the invitational championship in football, but I, I like this Alabama basketball team. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing them go go the distance. But at the same time, I like what, what Lon Kruger and Oklahoma's doing. If you remember, I think in our Big Twelve preview, I think I said, watch Lon Kruger. I think Oklahoma's going to be better than what we think they're going to be, buddy. So. Pick Dundee giving you the facts here. Who are you taking this one though? I mean, you think Oklahoma's the play here? Well, I think Alabama's going to be the favorite. And once again, I want to see by how much, but um, I think this is going to be a close game here. So if I'm getting any kind of action, any kind of points, I'm going to go, go Sooners. Yeah, I agree here. Um, Skip. Well, what the hell are we going to differ on, man? Well, we differed on, uh, I think we differed on one of those, I think. Right. Um, Okay, here Providence, Georgetown. You were bullish on Georgetown. You said they're going to rebound. Ewing's. You know. <laughs> I did not say that, you liar. <laughs> uh, I need Providence to win this one. See, this is a scary thing for Providence. Is this would be a game they would lose? They just had that huge win. David Duke just lighting up uh, uh, Marquette. I think he had thirty-one points. Um, uh, they're at Georgetown here. They need this win. They're, they're right now. They're as on the bubble. Obviously, that Marquette win was huge. But they need to not lose these games that they need to win. You know, on the resume, this is a, a for sure win here. So uh, I tend to think if you're a better here, you're going to take Georgetown in the points. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, Providence has, it's kind of been their, their MO last few years. They have a, a smaller margin of victory because usually they play a, a lower scoring game, you know, a, a defensive oriented game. They're the better team than Georgetown. They should win this game. I'm also interested in seeing what the line will be. I expect it to be what six or seven minus Providence. Yeah. Yeah. I would think somewhere around that realm. And uh, I never like laying a bunch of points with Providence. Yeah, uh, me, me too. Me too. They're kind of like Butler. They're kinda, some of these like grinded out big Xavier, East teams. Xavier's the same. They're like yeah, Xavier, yeah, definitely. Xavier, those grinded yeah. out big East teams. Like you want to catch, you want to pick them as dogs. You don't want to pick them as big as as heavy favorites. Um, so we'll see here. I think they win, but it could be closer than expected. Uh, we got an interesting one in the Mac that you might not know. The second best team in the Mac at the moment is the Akron zips. And they are, are hosting the fourth best team in the Mac, which actually has a losing record because of their at a conference slate ball state at Akron. Uh, any lean here? I'm all, I'm all, I'm all over Akron here. Yeah. You know, well, we've, we've been talking college basketball this year. We know the Mac has three or four top teams. Akron is one of them. And then there's that second tier and ball state is on that second tier. So you got the zips at home. I go zips. Yeah, I agree here. Uh, TCU at Missouri. Is this, is this another one that we like to fade? Wow. I'm watching this Memphis SMU game. Just a huge three by Landers Nolly. Um, uh, uh, Virginia tech hokey transfer. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. I feel like there's a, 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 a the, the guy for uh, Georgia hit the game winner against Kentucky. I'm struggling to think of his name right now. He's a Virginia tech transfer as well. They're right, all over right. the place. Um, TCU though at Missouri, I know TCU has kind of been a, you know, we, they, their record says they're decent, but they've been struggling all year. Although at the moment they're only down by six to Kansas with under a minute left. So they, they were winning that game earlier on too. That's that was, that's an ugly game right there. 57, 51 dude, TCU is yeah. not good, but Kansas is struggling now, man. They're struggling big time. Yeah, it's great to see. It's great to see they've had it coming. Um, I, I'm gonna lean Missouri here. Missouri lost to Auburn, so it's a rebound spot for Missouri. Um, so I, I think Missouri gets it done against TCU. But interesting matchup. Yeah, we've kind of been on Missouri here the last couple of weeks. I think I do like Missouri. They're playing really good basketball here. And once again, it's kind of hard to pick games without the spread. Uh, this game could be about a 10 point spread or so. I mean, if you think Kansas was favored by 14 and a half today and Missouri's a higher ranked team, yeah, if it's in the mid teens or so, then uh, if I, if I lean Missouri, I'm not going to bet Missouri. Cause that's just too many points. I don't think TCU is very good. But Missouri is also kind of a low scoring defensive team too. So I don't like Missouri to blow them out. Yeah. As a, uh, but Missouri's treated me well from a handicapping point of view, like this year, they, they, I've, I've made a lot of money on Missouri, but have you made a lot of money of with Missouri as a heavy favorite? No, I think I'm always getting points. I think I'm always right. getting so points. So just watch out for that. Um, currently I got uh, Memphis down one to SMU 53 seconds left uh, SMU with the ball, but um, c- continuing on this path. Now th- th- we have that. Uh, I mentioned there's a re- the reason why TCU and Missouri are playing in Alabama, Oklahoma is the sec big 12 challenge, which has some great matchups. Uh, some of those right here, 
Texas Tech at LSU. I think Texas Tech is going to run away with. Can, can you imagine LSU's defense against this Texas Tech team? How many does McClung hang on them? <laughs> uh, you know, once again, I, I heard your your pod with Patty C earlier in the week, and uh, yeah, how Georgetown let McClung and Akin Joe leave is just uh, beyond me. I mean, because that's a hell of a backcourt right there. Dude, they had other so. players too. Someone they start. I I, I sent Patty C because he texted me this a couple days ago. Being like, this is the guy from Georgetown, right? And I go, yeah, dude. And I go, Ewing's let everyone transfer. And I sent him a list. And I want to say there's like four players that are averaging, I think, double digits are very close to double digits that are starting on college basketball teams right now. But there's eight total transfers, four that are solid contributors. And the interesting thing is that right now, Georgetown's present team, they have two or three really good players. They don't have any depth. And I don't think they have any coaching. But if those guys didn't transfer, you would have a very talented roster. Yeah. Uh, but you don't. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, Texas tech against LSU LSU's defense has just been awful. There's no excuse. The guys are athletic. They're talented. It just seems like they don't care. Uh, we don't like, I'm pretty sure if, if I can speak for you, we're not big. Will Wade fans as far as his coaching aptitude. Yeah. So I would go Texas tech. It is at P- pistol Pete Maravich uh, assembly center though. So you never know. Hey, and we we've said LSU is talented enough to beat anybody. So if you catch them on the wrong day, they can beat Texas tech. Certainly. Yeah. Uh, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't put a whole lot of money on LSU because you don't know what team you're going to get from game to game. Uh, I agree. A and M K state. I think we lean a and M. So I'm on Texas tech. Now, obviously if that line is, depending on what that line is in the Texas tech LSU game. Uh, I still could go LSU, but what do you think Auburn Baylor dude? That, that is a game I'm interested in watching. Now Auburn is getting better, a lot better fast, but, but they're not, they're not on the level as Baylor. Come on. Agreed. I Baylor just dude. Baylor won by like they were up. I thought it was a football score. It was like, they were beating K state 42 to seven yesterday. To open can, that game. <laughs> so can Auburn hang? I mean, can they keep it within single digits? I, really? The I don't question know. Is dude. We, we know who Baylor is. Baylor is one or one, a top teams in the country. Uh, Auburn started very slow. You know, you see their record is 10, seven, two and four in conference. That's not going to blow anybody away, but they are getting better. So the question is, can this very, very young Auburn tiger team hang with Baylor? That's going to be the question mark. That's what I'm interested in seeing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think they'll, they'll be able to give them probably from an athletic standpoint, they might be one of the most athletic teams they've, they've played thus far. So perhaps they can challenge them there, but no, I'm taking Baylor dude. They they've won four out of the, their last five, including wins at Georgia at South Carolina home wins against Kentucky and Missouri. That's not too shabby, but, but Baylor Baylor's going to be a double digit favored. Okay. I like the Auburn angle then. I don't, if know. If I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying if I'm you're like giving me, just, if I'm you're giving me curious. 12 or 13, I'm going to take Auburn. How about you? I think so if it's 12 so. or 13. Yeah. I um, think so. Let me ask you this, man. Uh, you're going a and M over K state, right? I suppose so. Both teams aren't very good, but K State is is <laughs> freaking yeah. awful. Um, yeah. How long has uh, what's his face been there now? Bruce Weber. Uh, yeah. Hey, he took him to an elite eight. I think what three years ago. 
Right. So he's got to have, you know, a few years left. I actually, I think he brought in his, t- he's bringing in his breast recruiting class yet this year, this next year. Right. I remember doing the preview with you and it was, I think they had like a five or six guy class. So they, they knew this year was going to be a challenge. Yeah. Um, next year might be a challenge too, but you know, a couple years down the road next year, they'll be happy that just the fact that, you know, Texas is going to take some blows. Baylor's going to take some blows. So the big 12 won't be as good, but yeah, true. Uh, here we are. What do you think about Florida at West Virginia, Florida, Mike white doing one of the better coaching jobs in, in America, in my opinion. Yeah, no, definitely. You're right. I mean, with all the injuries they've had, you know, they've been able to tread water, if not win some games where we didn't expect them to. So yeah, they've had a a nice year so far. Um, Just going into West Virginia is always a tough, I mean, it's going to be a, I imagine this line is going to be small one way or the other. I would tend to lean Mountaineers. Uh, they just played Texas Tech at home, right? Yeah, and they lost. By, no, they won by one. They came back. One by one. one. That should tell you <clears throat> that it's not easy to go into Morgantown and get a W. So I'm going to ride with uh, Huggy Bear uh, and the Mountaineers here to win a close one. Let me ask you this: Memphis down three right now. Three seconds left. They get fouled on a three. Does their guard make all? Th- oh, he makes the first. Does he make the next two? Dude, I'm streaming, so I think you're like two seconds in front of me here. Who is it? He missed a bum. I don't know. It, I, I didn't it, get a chance uh, to see. So, so now you got to miss on purpose, right? Or do you you play yeah. that game? Three point six seconds left. I don't know. Um, let me tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what DJs only care about. That is sports betting, baby. The best part is you'll be you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew, NC Nick, myself. Make sure you subscribe to that SGPN page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV, so you don't miss any of our videos. And if you're subscribed, you'll get a notification every time a new SGPN video is posted. Um, so go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV to subscribe to our Better Than Vegas page today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Um, okay, we're back in the thick of this on Saturday. Just, just just loaded schedule. What a great Saturday. You're going to the mountains. You're going to, you're going on vacation, my friend, <laughs> dude. Uh, you know, sometimes you need to get out of your house and anybody out there who's also working from home. I would go anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. If I can get away from my home office, I would go anywhere and the mountains and no Wi-Fi sounds wonderful. Yeah. I, it sucks. I'm going to miss these games here. We'll probably go to a sports bar for dinner or something. We'll probably go into town for dinner. Uh, so I'll be able to tune in a little bit here, but uh, yeah, yeah, don't expect me on Twitter or, or, or on the Slack channel come Saturday. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. Everyone needs a vacation at some point. I just picture you like Rocky four style running up in the mountain seven in the morning, you know, uh, what, what, what was it? He didn't he have Polly though. Wasn't he like taking Polly on like a wagon? I feel like he was anyway. I remember him like running up a mountain and like with like log with like, like a big log between his arms or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's classic. I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. So let's shift over to ACC. I know you're excited about this one. Miami at wake forest. What the hell happened to Miami? They're done. Uh, wake forest kind of getting a little bit better. You know, speaking of the Slack channel, our guy here, let me pull it up because this dude's been doing a wonderful research on the Miami Hurricanes. Um, it is it is JZ3. He's done a deep dive into Miami. 
especially Miami on the road and in the first half and how bad of a three point shooting team they are. Uh, if you want some real insight there, go to do the uh, Slack channel. But uh, as, uh, Hey man, I'm going to fade Miami right now. We were both big on them preseason. They've had a shit ton of injuries until they can prove me something. You can't, you can't have any kind of faith in, in the U. So give me wake. Yeah. They're a mess right now. I'm on wake as well. Where do we disagree? We disagreed somewhere here, right? I think I might take LSU depending what that line is. Um, Here's another one for you here. Villanova at Seton hall. This is one that happened about, I think 10 days ago, Seton hall threw a, a great baseball pass and to would have won them the game, I believe. And their big man dropped the ball. Just an unbelievable pass. And Villanova escaped with, I think a one or two point win. And uh, now, now Nova who just destroyed Providence not that long ago goes to goes up to Newark. What do you think? Well, I mean, so Villanova's the better team, but that doesn't always mean they're going to win here, especially with Seton Hall losing a tight one, a close one against Villanova last time, and then I, and then they just lost to Creighton too. Uh, you know, I, man, I'm thinking we might have we might have a live dog here to at least cover. You know, the spread's going to be at least I don't know what six, eight points or yeah, something. I was, I was guessing um, seven. Yeah, yeah. So this one is at home. Villanova is coming into Seton Hall here. I think I like Seton Hall to cover here. You know, I. I know Villanova's a better team here, but this is Biggie's basketball. It's a grind. Uh, give me Seton Hall. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, God damn it again. What the hell? I'll take it. But how about this one? I'm going to tell you, you're going to, hopefully you'll go with Penn state here. And Mike is Eno's old squad or is Luno. I don't know how to fucking pronounce his name. John Amici's old squad, the Nittany lions hosting the Wisconsin Badgers. I think the Badgers are going to get this cover Penn state, by the way, played a great game the other night until the final five minutes. Just flat out better than Ohio state. It's amazing. They lost that game. Still covered though. Still covered. Uh, I think, I think, uh, I think the Buckeyes were eight point favored and, and if Wisconsin's in the same ballpark, eight, nine point favored, give me the Nittany lions all day. I think the, the brand of basketball that Wisconsin usually plays. I know they have a couple blowouts this year, including that, you know, game against Louisville where they smoked them. Yeah. But um, yeah, if they're favored by eight points or so, then I'm going to take the dog and go with the points here. I don't know about that one. I might go Badgers. I think Badgers no, are, right, are pulling all away. Right. I think they see their 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 Big Ten championship in sight, perhaps. Um, Let me know how that works out for you. Well, we'll see what that line is first, buddy. All right. Any chance your George Mason Patriots upset St. Bonaventure in uh, what is that? Upstate New York or Buffalo-ish area? Uh, no, George Mason. I haven't, I haven't trusted them, you know, in a long time. So probably not. Uh, the Bonnies will probably be favored by eight or 10 points. They have a chance to cover that. I don't know. I, I would lean Bonnies here. Um, yeah, I'll agree with you there. Uh, by the way, Memphis loses by two, but gets the cover for us. Um, beautiful. And then we go to, uh, well, you got coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern again on Saturday. Um, we're not going to handicap that one. Arkansas at, at okay. State. Okay. State. I'm going to go Arkansas here, dude. You were all about okay. State a week ago when uh Baylor was coming into town. Uh, I was, and they lost to Baylor's beaten by 15 or 16. So uh, you realize Kate Cunningham didn't play, right? I understand that, but I don't think he's playing in this one. Is he? I, I don't know that yet. 
I'm hoping he's back by well, now. Well, if he's playing, I'm taking OK State, but yeah, if he's not, yeah, you know, <laughs> wait until you hear the injury news. Or I, I, I think it was COVID actually. So oh, yeah. I'm assuming, being the young man he is, even if he had COVID, if it wasn't like tracing or whatever, there's a chance he could be back. So really, uh, I mean, it's hard to pick a game at this point without knowing who's going to be on the court. Um, I'm going to lean Cowboys here because I'm assuming the, he'll be back, uh, but just uh, wait and see and and look into that. And obviously, these are without lines, guys. So we're just trying to to to, right. to go through here. How about this? Florida State at Georgia Tech. Does Florida State continually or continue to roll? I think Georgia Tech could be a live dog on this one. I think you're right. I mean, that Georgia Tech Duke basketball game. Did you watch that? Uh, some of it. I didn't watch all of it. That that first half was was brutal to watch. Cause it was just bad offense. Uh, things got cranked up in the second half and both teams played a lot better in the second half. Um, you know, Florida state's obviously better than Georgia tech, but once again, kind of like the big 10, it's a grind to go through the ACC, especially on the road here. So if I see that Florida state's favored by eight, 10 points, and I'm going to go with Georgia tech, I'm gonna go with the dog. Yeah. I'm going to go Georgia tech for sure. There. Um, uh, I like this yellow jacket team, man. Uh, I I really wish they had a different coach because the roster, the roster is not. I uh, told you weeks ago, Alvarado was my boy, and yeah. I mean, I, I said that, and I, I see him killing Duke. I'm like, fuck this asshole. <laughs> exactly, Devoe can play too, dude. They got and, a good team. Yeah, the big man also. I, yeah, right. No, definitely. But um, Alvarado is the kind of guy who you know, if he's on your team, you love him. If he's playing against your team, you hate him. Uh, but he's a hell of a player. Definitely. Okay. UCF at Wichita. Any chance the golden Knights pull off an upset in, uh, in Wichita? No, no. Uh, UCF is not very good. They might've beat your boys. They covered against ECU by a half a point, I think. Uh, and that was without ECU's one. Of, I think one of their best players was still out. Yeah. So um, no, UCF is not very good. I'm on the shockers. They bounced back from that big loss last week against uh, who they lose to uh yeah, uh, they they got owned by I believe Ma- no Memphis. Memphis is the Memphis, one that beat that's, back. that's yeah. what it was. Yep. Um, okay, we're gonna jam through some of these here. Mercer Wofford in a good one. I would lean towards Wofford. I think didn't they just lose though too? They lost to uh, what was it, the Citadel? I think. Right. No. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you're exactly right. And I was um, on the Citadel, so. and you guys were on Wofford. You you, <laughs> you you sandbagging son of a gun. Uh, yeah, you know, you're all about the arms, the, the armed forces this year. Let me just call you uh, Commander in Chief I, I, over there, w- <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ulysses what? S. Grant. Here, um, dude, I want my Final Four to be. I think I think Ulysses S. Grant had an alcohol problem also. So, <laughs> I, dude, me, me and Ulysses had a lot of a lot of things I think in common. Um, uh, dude, I, I'm gonna take. I, I, it depends what this line is. I might take Mercer in the points. Depends what that line is. But speaking yeah, of the, wh- the Citadel, they're, they're at East Tennessee state. So you're getting a good, a good amount of, uh, of, of basketball here from the, the Southern conference. I feel East Tennessee state's a little bit overrated just due to the last few years. They're not as good this year. So I think uh, uh, if they're favored, I, I say that, you know, because the Citadel just did have a big win. So who knows what the line will be, but um, I, I think I might go, I might go with the, the, uh, the Citadel there. Yeah. I think I'm leaning that way too. Did you know that our uncle had a, a scholarship to go play baseball at the Citadel back in like the seventies? Instead, 
he decided to stay to, to in drunk, D.C. and be like a plumber's assistant. <laughs> well, alcohol was calling. It was one of those classic battles of like you know the Citadel's a military That's school, the, so the worst decision ever. Well, and even worse was he was drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates, right? <laughs> so, dude, go to South Carolina, yeah, get some yeah. Southern Bells. Yeah, get out of D.C. It's a fucking free ride. Yeah. Hey, look, I, we went to high, uh, high school with a guy who had a free uh, a scholarship to Hawaii, and he passed because his girlfriend wanted him to stay in the area. Oh man! All right, so I'm not gonna put his name on blast here, but can't, are, can't, are they are they married now? No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Turn down a free ride to Hawaii. What the uh, fuck are you thinking? Um. Okay, uh, Cal at Arizona, and a, and a big one in the Pac-12, buddy. I, I think Arizona rolls, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, where are we at here? Uh, Toledo Bowling Green, interesting one in the MAC. You, you, Dude, you, I told you, you, you I told there? you last week, I am off Bowling Green. I think they lost <laughs> they this week. Also, they they killed Bowling Green. Dude, they I'm all Toledo. couldn't hit a. All I needed was one free throw, and they had four chances in the final like two minutes. Missed all four. Missed all fucking oh, four. Let me <clears throat> let me pull up the uh, the Bowling Green Falcons here. First off, I've driven by their campus and it's it's it's, it's beautiful. Nothing. No, so, it's so not ma- beautiful. maybe if you had a Bowling Green free ride, you stayed in DC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we, we we had a buddy that went to Hiram, <laughs> and that's right up the road from Bowling Green. Uh, and there, he, and he nothing... raved about it. He raved about it. <laughs> There's nothing much in Bowling Green. So Bowling Green has lost three games in a row. They've lost four out of the last five in between. They did beat Buffalo at Buffalo. So it shows you that this team is dangerous because I was on them earlier in the year uh, where the, when, you know, back then they had wins over. Well, actually they swept Buffalo this year. They beat Ohio. Also they beat Robert Morris. Uh, they beat app state. You know, this team's not bad. They hung in with Michigan. Yeah, in the yeah. first game of the year. Well, they got they got one of the best players. In, uh, if the, actually they probably had the best player in the MAC. Um, so Justin Turner. Yeah, right. But they're in somewhat of a tailspin. I don't know what's going on there until they figure it out. I'm not going to pick them against a good team like Toledo. Go Rockets. All right, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You go. You, you go in Bowling Green. I think with that line, I'll take Bowling Green in the points. They're due. They're due. What man. line? We don't. We don't have a line. I'm saying I'm expecting them to be the dog. I, I say Toledo by four or five. I'm on. And I'll probably go. I'll probably go Toledo. I'm gonna live and die with Bowling Green, dude. They burned me there the other night by a missed free throw. Uh, Oregon at USC. Hopefully this game's not canceled. It might already be canceled. I thought I saw Oregon have some COVID issues, but hopefully, hopefully, uh, Oregon gets it done. Or as far as playing, <laughs> not not as far as uh, I mean, shit. I guess I want Oregon to win this one. But when's uh, the last time they played here? Let me let's pull it up here. Well, they played. I, they, they played. I feel, like, I, I feel like they haven't played in a while. No, they played one game. They lost to Oregon State, but they didn't have a bunch of their players. I got you. So, so they played on the twenty third of January. Before that, it was a couple of weeks before against uh, on the ninth. So, yeah, they haven't played a whole lot recently. Uh, and I believe, dude, I'm telling you, I thought I saw that this game got canceled. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is being played. I know the they site, had the, the site I'm looking at is still is still okay. you know going right now. Okay, well, uh, if so, I, one thing to pay attention to is Oregon. Who's playing? Because I do think Oregon was in a situation where they had been sitting out so long they had to play with players out. 
Just yeah, I know. I know that game against Oregon State, they were missing uh, Williams, uh, Duarte, uh, Williams, uh, the 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 Duquesne transfer that can score, and then obviously Nafali Dante's out for the year for real injured, not COVID. Right. right. Um, that's huge, and t- so pay attention if you're going to handicap this game. Pay attention to this one. But I think Oregon's when everyone's healthy. Well, I know Nafali Dante's out for the year, but still with everyone healthy and Dante out, I think they're the best team in the Pac-12. But that, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've gone over this before. I mean, it's them or UCLA. Yeah. Uh, get to full strength. Get back in the swing of things. Let's get into February, and we'll figure that out. Uh, I'm not. I'm not willing to say Oregon's the best school right now. I mean, uh, well, let's. If anything, I said preseason UCLA. I'm gonna ride with my Bruins until proven otherwise. Yeah. Uh, okay, Xavier at Butler in, in a classic. We went to this game last year. Um, in Hinkle Field House, I lean Xavier, but I think Butler's going to push them. Xavier's not good enough to uh, just cover, and I think they'll be the favorite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, once again, see the line. Xavier is a better team than Butler this year, no doubt. Um, but like we've been saying with a handful of teams in this podcast, uh, Xavier, you don't want to be laying that many points with Xavier. This is going to be a grinded out game. This is going to be a great game. We enjoyed the hell out of ourselves last year. Uh, sat, next, close to, game last sat year. next to Thad Mata. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Old Thad Mata himself. So uh, this is going to be a close game here. And if you get a chance to go up to Hinkle Fieldhouse, man, dude, it was like the perfect February day. It was snowing, like the whole town. Like first, first off, Hinkle Fieldhouse is like in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah, you know, like across the street are homes. Yeah. You know, it's got it's like this old school Indiana basketball vibe to it, dude. They're playing really? some of the tournament there. That's isn't that great? I saw that. I saw that. That is awesome. Yeah, uh, r- really cool stadium. H- historic as shit. You know, go check it out. But um, as much as as much as I like Butler, I think Xavier's going to win this game. It really the question is how much are they going to be favored by here? Because I do expect it to be close. I think Butler covers. I think Butler covers. I don't know what that line is, but give me Butler to cover. Virgin- I like it. Virginia at Virginia tech. We finally see this game. Uh, it was canceled earlier. This is one of the, the two matchups still going to happen this year. Hopefully uh, in Blacksburg, this one number eight, Virginia won 18, I believe ACC games in a row uh, at number 20 Vatech. I know Vatech just dismissed uh, Radford. Uh, yeah, you know what? I wanted to correct you there. I don't think he's dismissed. I think he is suspended indefinitely. Well, what the fuck? Okay, I guess that means he could come back when next year. I come back whenever. <laughs> indefinitely means it's not definite. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he could come back for this game. Uh, I hate that term. It's a term that Coach K uses also. Uh, it's really when you don't want to give any any intel or info. I don't know what he did. I don't know when he's going to be back. It is indefinite. It is not decided. Yeah. Um, but, but Tyrese Radford is one of their best players without him. I guess I would lean UVA here um, with him. I mean, if there's a chance he comes back, even, even if he doesn't Virginia tech is always a tough out at home. Um, this year is a little bit different, no fans or anything, but um, I think this game is going to be close here. And even if Radford doesn't play, if they have UVA favored by a lot, I'm a, I kind of like the dog here. I think it's gonna be a close game. I don't know. I might go Virginia. So there we go. We got some difference. And I think we might have some difference on this next one, Kansas at Tennessee. I want to go Kansas here. I think <clears throat> I know they're looking shaky against TCU tonight. 
Tennessee. I do not trust. They shouldn't be ranked in my opinion. They're number 18. I don't know how I don't trust either of these teams. Um, <laughs> the fact that both of them are still ranked. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I don't know either. I don't know either. I mean, Kansas has some quality wins. Tennessee doesn't really have the quality wins that Kansas does. So I can see the argument for Kansas being Kansas beat Creighton. They've beaten uh, some other decent teams. I think they won at Texas tech. So I understand Kansas being ranked more than Tennessee. Yeah. The question is how much is Kansas going to be favored by? I mean, they're on the road, so I wouldn't expect a whole lot. So, you know, I mean, Kansas won tonight. It would have a score of 59 to 51 against TCU is not pretty whatsoever. I would lean Kansas. I guess they find a way, uh, but if they're favored by more than five, I might go Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I got to look at that, but I think I'm going to lean Kansas on this one. Uh, Oh, okay. uh, Ole Miss, Georgia, Georgia. What the hell happened to Georgia the other night? They, they got owned by South Carolina. Just when you think they're like making a run for the tournament, they like lost by 30 or I feel like, I don't know what the final score was, but they, I, when I turned it on, they were down by like 28 points to South Carolina. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's the mid tier of the sec, man. <laughs> it is really tough to get a good read on these schools. I think uh, old miss just lost to uh, Arkansas big time. Also, they just lost yeah. by 16 to Arkansas. And then the, I think the game before that Ole miss beat miss state. Yeah, you're right. It's chaos in the middle of this, of this conference. So buckle up, uh, Gun to my head here. Give me Georgia. Where's where's the game at? Athens. Yeah, I guess I have to follow. Um, Iowa State at Mississippi State. You got to play on that. <laughs> Give me Mississippi State here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Iowa State is not very good this year. Uh, Mississippi <laughs> State is improving. Very young. Uh, they've shown flashes this year. Uh, yeah, I like Mississippi State. Okay, San Francisco at BYU. I think BYU coming off the loss to Pepperdine, which I will say I was the only one that predicted that. BYU was, I think, a six point favorite. Yeah. They yeah. had just beat Pepperdine a couple of days ago, uh, I think by like 10 points or so. Uh, Pepperdine's a solid team. So I, I thought Pepperdine might rebound and at least cover. They won outright. I like BYU coming off the loss. Um, yeah, give me the Cougars. Um, that's a good game though. That's what I'm uh, I'm excited to watch. Uh Oregon State at UCLA. I think Oregon State in the points. UCLA when they win, they normally win close. That's been uh what's going on this year so far. So, I mean, I think Oregon State is better at home, but they just went on the road uh, uh today, right? Yeah, it didn't cover although they should have. <laughs> so they lost by what? 13 to USC. I would say if this game is if the if the line is under ten, give me UCLA. If it's over ten, give me Oregon State, and it probably will be over ten. So uh, Oregon I'll State, probably I probably take the points here. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. Stock market. The best part is it allows you to buy or to bet with no vig. Since you're buying positions from other sports bettors, there's no house, and you can play for money in 40 different states. Plus, they are doing a, a weekly college basketball contest Wednesday and Saturday. You can play the, against the database every single Wednesday. Uh, $10 to enter, and each user will start off with a balance of 1,000 edge coins to wager on the games. The player with the highest earnings will take the entire uh, pool of entry fees. 
It's a battle Royale winner. Take all find the link under the competitions tab. Sign up today at betteredge.com. Use the promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's better edge B E T T or I'm sorry. B E T T O R edge.com promo code SGP. All right, let's start rattling these things off. We're still in the thick of Saturday here. I mean, I'm actually going to make a, a couple bold predictions, I think coming up, uh, but I'm going to tell you about one off the radar NC Nick. VMI at UNC Greensboro. Greensboro's playing better now. I watched. I was about to say that, man. They're rounding into form. But VMI also, like, I've been really impressed with VMI. So I'm going to say you take the uh, VMI and the points here, right? I'm going to go UNCG, man. Like I said, I think UNCG is rounding into form. They're finally playing like the team we thought they would in the preseason. Remember, Greensboro. remember to check the spreadsheet because I, I need to see what the lines are before I, I really pick these. Of but, course. Of course. Um, I'm watching, dude, I'm watching Belmont Austin P right now on ESPNU. This game's going back and forth. What a game. This is a good rivalry in the Ohio Valley conference. Um, Gonzaga at Pepperdine. You, you're, you just talked about Pepperdine and I feel like last year, I thought Pepperdine played Gonzaga better than anyone in that, in that conference. It, 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 yeah, I think that was Pepperdine that I think they lost both, but they played like I, and I even think one of them, they, they lost by 20, but it was like a misleading 20. I feel like it was like a seven point game until like Gonzaga made a, a run in the final couple minutes, but Pepperdine seemed to seem to fuck with them a little bit. Well, Pepperdine's a quality program. We know that. So what do you think the line is going to be? I mean, talking about 15, talking about 20. Yeah. It's going to be like, I think 18, 19. Yeah, so maybe you got a dog there to cover. I I don't see Pepperdine winning this. I don't no, think they no. have anywhere near the talent to beat Gonzaga. But um, if you if you're getting about twenty points here, I like going with the dog there. All right, all right. Well, uh, we scoot down Minnesota at Purdue. Minnesota been a horrible road team this year, and that's why I'm going to advise my clients to take the Boilermakers at home against Minnesota. Yeah, same here. I think Minnesota was uh, going through a stretch in like early January where they were playing some really good ball. Since then, they've stumbled a little bit. Um, uh, Carr is not playing quite as well as he was earlier. So uh, yeah, give me the Boilermakers at home. Yeah, that's uh, uh, here's my upset special. I think you you might be on it too. Shaka Smart has COVID. I think I don't think he's coaching this game, but we don't know that for sure. Texas is at Kentucky. Kentucky's making a difference. I think they're, they should have beat Georgia. They let them off the hook. Then they, they blow out LSU. And I, I thought they, they, they were neck and neck with Bama. Bama got very, they were. Yeah. I, I was on Kentucky. I think you were too, right? Yeah. And, and that one hurt, but uh, they should not, they should have covered that game. I mean, that game was neck and neck. That w- that game was like, you know, possession to possession. And then towards the very end, you know, somehow, Alabama covers the seven and a half or something, but eight. I had it at uh, eight and I didn't mis- misleading. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say Kentucky beats Texas on the money line. What do you think about that? That, Hey man, that's a possibility here. Um, especially I think Texas was missing a couple guys. I think Ramey was, he, I don't think he played yesterday or two days ago, whenever they played this week. So um, especially if there's some injuries issues going on here, but yeah, Texas coming in, yeah, yeah, coming into Kentucky, um, you might be onto something. Kentucky is slowly getting better as well. Is it too late? They're five and ten overall. It might be too late, but maybe they're just getting primed for that SEC championship. I don't know, but um, 
I do think Kentucky is a live dog here. It's going to be interesting to see the line. You would think of a number five in the country ranked Texas would be, you know, a heavy favorite over an unranked team, but we're talking about Kentucky here at home. So very interested in seeing what this line will be. Uh, any guess on what that might be? I'm going to guess it's Kentucky. My, I'm sorry. Te- te- I'm going to guess Texas minus five. I was going to say Texas minus four. So we're in the same ballpark. Um, I don't love it. I think I, I lean Kentucky, but I don't love it. I like it. I like it. Um, Creighton at DePaul. Any chance DePaul? We, uh, uh, Saint Saint John just smacked DePaul in a game that you locked. I was on it as well. But um, uh, I think Creighton's gonna gonna beat them up there. Give me Creighton yeah. to to go yeah. into Chicago and get that win. Notre Dame at Pitt. Any chance the Irish uh, knock off Pitt? It's a weird team. They lost to Wake. They lost to St. Francis. But yet they beat some <laughs> good teams. Um, any chance the Irish win in Pitt? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a coin flip game. My my lean would be Pitt, uh, just because it's at home. I think they have a little bit more talent than the Irish, but the Irish, you could argue that they've been playing better of late, uh, you know, better than Pittsburgh of late. So um, other than the Duke win, Pittsburgh doesn't have a whole lot to show. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a coin flip game, man. I, I'm I'm steering clear of Notre Dame versus Pittsburgh. Uh, we do get a rematch of of uh, our guys, uh, New Mexico state grand Canyon on Saturday, FYI, another game that could be fun. Um, South Carolina Vandy. I don't think there's much need to talk about that. I say take Carolina, but it uh, depends what that line is. Maybe we go Vandy. If there's a lot of points they covered for us against Florida, Utah, Colorado, any chance uh, the Utes come into Boulder and grab that win? Utah has been a tough team this year to kind of get your head around. Uh, you know, going into the year, we didn't think Utah was going to be very good. We thought they'd be like mid to bottom of the Pac-12. They've been playing a little bit better than expected, but you really never know. First off, I'll be the first to admit that I haven't watched them play yet. I haven't watched a game. Well, they haven't been on. I don't think they've been on national TV. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, and being on the East Coast is, you know, sometimes it's tough to watch these Pac-12 games. Um, so I can't give you a in-person handicap of them. All I can say is that. Just following, you know, the box scores and the lines and everything, they've been kind of all over the place. I think they're better at home, though, right? Yeah, yeah, much better normally at home. Uh, so give me the buffs there. I don't know what that line is. Though. I might take Utah if they're getting double digits. Take take the Utes, just like I hit on Wazoo plus fifteen and a half at, at Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, I mean, come on, Colorado's yeah. a good team, but here, but it's it's Colorado basketball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, pump the brakes just a little bit here. If yeah, if you're giving me double digit points, I'm all over the Utes. Yeah, uh, the Utes could win outright. Yeah, wouldn't shock me. Would not shock me at all. Stanford at Arizona State to close out the Saturday slate. Um, this is a Stanford been decimated by injuries this year. I've been saying this. Uh, we talk Miami in the in in you know a team that's just def- decimated by injuries. Stanford's been decimated by injuries, but they still have been able to battle through it. They beat UCLA right now. They're playing Arizona better than I thought they would be. So the, the Cardinals, a strange team. I feel like if they ever get totally healthy, they could be a problem for the PAC 12, but I don't know that they will this season. Well, yeah, right now they're beating Arizona by two points. And this game was, I think I saw it Arizona minus five and a half. It jumped all the way to Arizona minus eight and a half. When we saw that Stanford's 
I think three of their top five players didn't even make the trip. Three of their starting so, five, and you guess they beat Arizona the first time without their starting point guard. I mean, honestly, if you if you go through the roster, I had to preview this game, and I, I previewed them a couple times this year, and I feel like I've never previewed them with everyone healthy. I've they've yeah, not had yeah. anyone healthy. That I, I since I think the, the the tournament in Maui would be the only the only time that I remember all five starting starting five starting for uh for the Cardinals. So keep an eye and on I'm that. assuming that they're gonna stay down in Arizona. Yeah. And if the guys that missed the trip for the Thursday game, they're gonna miss the entire Arizona swing and also miss Saturday. So that makes it tough. Yeah. You know, uh it, you I, never want to put your money behind an injury riddled team, regardless of how high the line might be. Arizona State is unproven too. I would say I lean Sun Devils if actually. Arizona do it. If Arizona gets the win, I lean Sun Devils. I mean, I'm sorry. If 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 Stanford pulls off this Arizona win, I'm all over the Sun Devils. I would agree. Yeah, I think you know the the backups <laughs> might have one game where they play out of themselves and play better than expected. Back to back on a on a tough two game road trip. Uh, yeah, I don't see that happening. So. Yeah, you might be onto something. Arizona State here. All right, down the final stretch here. We're about to preview Sunday's games. Uh, but first, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, guess what? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right, we're diving into Sunday to cap off our weekend and from the start, Tulane at Temple. I don't want I don't know why I'm I, I just think this is a good betting angle. We talked about how Temple's red hot. I think Temple's on the, the market hasn't ad- adapted to their value yet. So 9 a.m. Sunday, I think you could have some value in taking Temple to take down Ron Hunter's squad. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're looking at record four and four overall three and four in the American, yeah. Temple's not very good, right? Yeah. Now they're, they're actually pretty damn exactly, solid. So exactly. I'm all they're, over they're, they've here. been coming on late. They've been hot at the getting hot at the right time. Here's a big one with SMU winning today against Memphis by two with Memphis missing those free throws SMU now in second place uh, in the AAC and they're at Houston Sunday. If SMU can find a way to win this game, by the way, Got to remember, SMU did this without Jankovic. Their coach had COVID, so I don't know if he'll be back by Sunday or not. But uh, huge game. That's a this is a huge game because if SMU beats Houston, now there'll be still be one game behind, but Houston still has to play Memphis twice at Wichita State, and I think they get uh, they get one other test. I feel like um, so keep an eye out on SMU at Houston, but obviously, I mean Houston. I don't know what that final score was of the two lane game today, but I saw at halftime, it was 40 to 14. Yeah. Houston is just rolling right now. I will say that Houston beat SMU the first game by 14. For some reason I want to go dog here, but I don't know. I feel like I see the Houston line. And it's always like 17, 18 points. And I always go dog. Yeah. And most of the time I'm proven wrong. I want to uh, say in that first matchup though, SMU didn't have one of their best players. I think their big yeah. man, I think their big man was out. Um, 
man, this I'm still kind of on SMU here. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe this Houston has to teach me a lesson again. I don't know. But then, uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of on the dog here because I, you know, you're going to get a good amount of points here. Yeah, agreed. So uh, then we go Sunday, uh, Michigan State at Ohio State. We talked about this game. This is a huge game for the Spartans. I, I'm going to take Ohio State until I see Michigan State play better. I think Ohio State's actually kind of p- like playing great ball right now. EJ Lydell and those guys, uh, Pearl Washington's son. Uh, I like this Ohio State team. How about you? I don't know. I think that Ohio State is going to be a pretty heavy favorite here, maybe seven or eight points. Uh, just coming off Michigan State's 30 point beat down against you know, Rutgers where they lost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think that this game might be closer than expected. I'm going to, you know, Michigan State, they're a, they're a weird team this year. They're not very good, but they have times where, you know, they can play some, some solid basketball for some reason. If you're going to give me seven or eight points, I'm going to take Michigan state. Well, I think I agree if it's seven or eight, what if it's about a four or five point spread? If it's four or five, I might go Buckeyes. Uh, It's going to be interesting. Uh, After a 30 point loss, I was assuming that maybe people might start to fade Michigan state. And maybe that's when you might want to jump on Sparty. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely depends on the line. If it's closer to seven or eight, I'm going to take the points. If it's more like four or five, maybe I go Buckeyes. Dude, I'm watching this Belmont Austin P game right now, and this game is going back and forth. This is like a playoff game, man. I feel I feel like each time I look up, Belmont's up by five, then Austin P's up by four, then just a seesaw matchup. What a great game, dude! It's it's not UNC against Duke. I mean, uh, you yeah. know, why even watch a game like that? You know, it's not Kentucky against yeah. Kansas. Yeah, fucking idiots. Um. All right, uh, some more Sunday action. It's a pretty good slate Sunday. Now that there's no NFL this weekend, guys, so you got just time to kick back and let college basketball take you to the promised land. Um, Here's when all the degenerates jump on college basketball. They're like, "Oh shit, we got no football to bet on." Yeah, you know. <laughs> and and you know, I, I wonder if that drives up the lines of like you know the big of the big name schools. Probably. I, I wonder. Probably. I would, th- I could see an angle in that, but uh, Loyola, Chicago, the Ramblers are at Missouri state who prior to these two games with Drake, Missouri state was right there in the thick of it. And they can be right back in the thick of it. If they take down the Ramblers in uh, Springfield, Missouri, Sunday at noon on the West three o'clock your time. I think that's a ball game, buddy. Good pull in Springfield. I didn't know Missouri state was in Springfield. That's the state capital. I think, right? I believe so. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All right. Never been to Springfield. Been to St. Louis. Been to, been to Kansas City. Yeah, I can't say that I've been to Springfield myself. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, we gotta, are you saying? You know are you saying we gotta like, hit a Missouri State game? Say it again. Are you saying we gotta hit a Missouri State game soon? <laughs> you know, I think we can make. There's a lot of good basketball being played in the heartland. You know, we could definitely. Uh, catch a few games there. Well, I'm on. Uh, I'm on board because you know their football coach is Bobby Petrino. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Dude, this is an interesting matchup. I think the best three schools in the MVC are Loyola, Missouri state and Drake. Yes. But I still you would say, agree. I would, but I still say Bradley's a team you got to watch out for as a team that for the past two years, they've won that tournament uh, and they've been a lower seed. So yeah, watch yeah. they play good enough defense that they're never out of it. So, uh, I, I do agree though, that from an offensive standpoint, Bradley's a little bit challenged where uh, at Missouri state Loyola and Drake seem to be the three. And but Loyola's kind of going under the radar now. Cause all the love 
is you going know, on, Drake, on Twitter yeah. and everything is going on Drake. You know, Drake is undefeated, undefeated ATS. Um, meanwhile, Loyola is a pretty good damn basketball school themselves. Um, I, I, my, my lean here is Loyola, but I mean, really it depends on the line. Yeah. depends on that line for sure. Can't wait to watch this one. CBS sports noon on the West three on the East. Also, Illinois state does take on Drake. I, Illinois state's horrible this year. Drake will roll, but uh, St. John's at Marquette. This is an interesting game because Marquette really needs a win right now. They're 500. They're bad. They need to get some wins fast to make this tournament. But at the same time, St. John's is kind of a chippy team. I could see St. John's grabbing that win. I think they St. John's lost by one to Marquette in New York the last time they played. So well, they lost by two, but I won't. You know, oh, okay. I mean, it's close enough. Yeah. Now St. John's has won three in a row against uh, UConn, DePaul, and Utah Valley, who's actually pretty solid. I kind of like this uh, St. John's team too, man. I mean, especially if you're giving me some points, I might go the Johnnies. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I might too, man. Bradley at Indiana State, interesting game because I feel like Indiana State and Bradley would probably be those next teams uh, for the best. If, if I had to pick five of the uh, Missouri Valley's best, I think those would be the, especially with AJ green out for Northern Iowa. I think that, exactly. w- that would be the play there, but that's an interesting game to watch. I, I, I gun to my head. Give me Bradley, but I want to see what that line is. I don't know, man. I might go Sycamores, but maybe I'm a, just a, a Larry bird fan, a Larry bird fan from back in the days. Uh, yeah. Give me Indiana state. All right. Uh, this is the, one of the games of the day here. Central Connecticut versus St. Francis. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking you to Sam Houston State at Stephen F. Austin. Ah, there we go. My boys at Sam Houston State did not come through. They couldn't cover the seven and a half. I think they only beat Texas A&M CC by five earlier in the week. Uh, I don't know. What do you think here? I'm going Sam Houston State. Stephen F. Austin got their ass whooped by Abilene Christian. So I, I you're all my boys now. You're yeah. all my boys. You're coming around. I think so. I got to see what that line is, though. I'm not. Don't don't get crazy here. Got to see what that line is. Um, dude, who was Sam Houston? Was he like the a governor of Texas, or was he like um one of the the the, the first uh, Texas Rangers or something? Yeah, it sounds that sounds good. I think he's based. Sammy Sam is based on him. Who? <laughs> The cartoon Samity Sam, you don't know him. I know the fucking Samity Sam. Really don't know Samity Sam from the Warner Brothers? The big mustache? The fucking cartoon? I don't know. Um right, so, so Samuel Houston was an American soldier and politician. Okay. He was an important leader of the Texas Revolution. Okay. And he served as the first and third president of the Republic of Texas. And one was one of the first two individuals to represent Texas in the United States Senate. Are you going against Sam Houston? Hell no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Give me Sam Houston State to get it done. Um, Who's Stephen F. Austin? I guarantee you, he doesn't have the 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 uh, the uh, resume of Sam Houston. <laughs> That's I, I have no idea. Stephen F. Austin could be a fucking true badass. Maybe you need to pull up that information at the same time, right. buddy. I'm on it. Dude, I'm telling you, this Belmont Austin P game is just wild over here. Um, okay, all right. Stephen uh, Stephen Fuller Austin was an American impresario. What does that mean? Known as a father of Texas and the founder of Texas. Whoa, wow. Okay. Wow. He led he led the second and ultimately the successful colonization of the region by bringing 300 families from the U.S. 
to Texas in eighteen twenty five. Well, I think I think Sam Houston beats him though head to head. Yeah, I think so. I'm sorry, sorry, Mr. Yeah. Austin. You led uh, some families. That doesn't mean anything, right? <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds like back then it was uh, you know wild country. I'm sure you fought, had to fight off some Indians and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go Sam Houston. Yeah, Sam Houston to win that. Now thing. the question is, would you rather go to Austin or Houston? Austin, I, of course. Uh, yeah. So maybe we have something here on Stephen F. Austin. <laughs> um. Okay, NC State at Syracuse. We talked about NC State's injury problems. Syracuse is going to roll, right? Yeah, especially with a guard too, like Devin Daniels. Uh, yeah, Syracuse. Uh, to cap this out, we got three games left. Rutgers at Northwestern. Rutgers rolls. I think Rutgers has won two in a row now. Yeah. I think right, Indiana and yeah. Michigan State. So uh, maybe they're back to where they should be. Go Rutgers. I agree. Uh, Washington State at Washington. Apple Cup for basketball in a shit fest kind of sort of. Um, give me, give me the Huskies. I think the Huskies are 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 getting better. I think they're kind of like yeah, Kentucky. I was gonna say like, you know, some people might be on Washington State, but uh, just because Washington's been that bad, but at home they have more talent, you know. So I guess give me the Huskies. All Nobody, right. nobody's gonna watch that game. <laughs> I will. Um, yeah, uh, the final game of the slate for the weekend, UNLV at Nevada. And there's a chance we might be doing some live tweeting for this one. Uh, me stacking the money green and real money. Kramer bat. This is a rivalry matchup. UNLV has been getting better. Uh, Steve Alford's Nevada Wolfpack, uh, at home in Reno against the running Rebs. What are you thinking? I'm going UNLV. I think they showed some of their merit against Utah state in that first game where they beat them by three. Uh, yeah, it was expected that in a back-to-back, a team you know, like Utah State was going to win the second. But uh, I'm on the I'm on the running rebels, man. I'm on the running rebels too, man. I, I, Steve Alford coach teams. I don't like them too much. All right, guys, this is the college experience weekend preview. Uh, make sure you give us a follow. We've uh, handicapped every single Division One college basketball, and college football game for four years now, and uh, been over 500 picking every game. Uh, way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And don't forget, we will be covering the FCS football schedule uh, in the spring, kicking off February 13th. Look, we don't charge for picks and we won't charge for picks. Um, But I do want to try to charge you for your kindness. You get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. We'd appreciate it. If you do that, take a screenshot on your phone tag me at the Colby D and uh, we'll, I'll give you a free college experience t-shirt. How about that now? Sometime over the next few weeks, do that. Uh, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Also check out his great writing over at sports podcast.com. He's a modern day uh, Bukowski for sports. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> uh, and uh, make sure you give Patty C a follow up Patty C eight, three, one. Uh, and the sports gambling podcast is on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them all a follow and uh, check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. And look, this guy's heading off to the mountains. So NC Nick, what's your, what's what, what are you most excited for this weekend? You're going to get a chance to watch any of these ball games. 
Uh, you know, we do have a TV in the cabin here, so I'll be watching a little bit, but uh, it's snowing up there. We have the, all the kids around playing in the snow, maybe go on a hike or something, get out of nature, Yeah, you know, breathe that fresh mountain air. Come on. I hope, I hope someone grabs one of those snowballs like, like our cousin did and just blasts you in the face when you're walking down the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that might happen. That might happen. All right. This is the college experience weekend preview. Everyone have a good weekend. Best of luck with the bets. You better start thinking about yours and we out.